welcome to Tiz Talk. Welcome to Tiz Talk. I'm Mary Myers. And I'm Julianne Murphy. This is the week beginning the 31st of October 2022. We've got a special Halloween episode for you, all about the mysterious and spooky goings-on in Tisbury. Emma Heard describes her weird Wiltshire blog. Ghost stories, any weird, strange, unusual creatures. Liz Cole Camp, a.k.a. Arachna Beetlejuice, <laughs> will tell you all about the creepy Halloween what songs. <laughs> oh, did you know that Victoria Hall is the site of Area 51 and a half? And then we have more from Emma Heard about what a Tisbury grotesque is. The grotesque is just a face that might be on there to help keep evil spirits at bay. Yeah, hi, my name's Emma Hurd. I am a local to Tisbury. I've lived here 12 years and I'm a writer. And one of my projects that I write for fun is Weird Wiltshire. And on the back of that, I produced an article about the stone faces of Tisbury. So what do you call weird? When I say anything weird, it's really stuff to me that I think of. So I've looked at ghost stories, anything to do with cryptic, like Bigfoot, the Mothman, any weird, strange, unusual creatures, black dogs that might have been witnessed. Um, In Wiltshire, we've got a lot of UFO, potential UFO sightings, but mainly my interest is in ghost stories and it's all wrapped up in not just the sighting of a ghost. And I might point out, I am not a ghost hunter. I'm not interested in any of that. It's the stories that go behind it because they're always associated with a little bit of history and a little bit of something uh, in the local mm, area. Yeah. So. And would you say that Tisbury is quite a rich village for these kind of stories? Well, anywhere that's got a strong and long history, um, yes, of course. And um, we've got the majestic Wardle Castle just up the road, which is full of ghosts uh, and ghost stories. But we've also got history in the village it's been inhabited we definitely know since the saxon times but obviously there are there is evidence of sort of bronze age settlements and um, in fact the grotto up at wardle castle i recently found out has the same stones that stonehenge are made from and were taken from what was called tisbury henge which has yet to be located but i think that just shows that there's obviously a lot going on around here, a lot of history, and therefore a lot of tales to dig out. Mm. Tis Talk, a podcast from Tisbury on tistalk.buzzsprout.com. When it comes to Halloween, Tisbury is a scary place, and it doesn't get scarier than the new Vic at Tisbury. Here's Arachna Beetlejuice, the building's caretaker. (laughs) Oh, did you know that Victoria Hall is the site of Area 51 and a half? Hmm? It's a top secret facility. But tonight, Monday the 31st of October, is the one and only chance for local families to see and experience the horror. 
what's inside? Come, if you dare. <laughs> well, thank you for that, Arachna. And here's Steph Wells from the Tisbury Swimming Pool, who knows a lot about Area 51 and a half. The Tisbury Swimming Pool creepy crew are at it again. Our secret facility, Area 51 and a half, has been completely infected by an alien virus. Come through the scary tour of our lab if you dare. One night only, Halloween, starting from 5 p.m. £3 entry or four for £10. A goodie bag if you make it through. And speaking of Halloween, if you're planning on trick or treating up the high street tonight, well, the co-op is holding a Halloween costume competition from 5.45 this evening to 6pm and it's for children aged 10 and under. Now, this sounds like fun. If you're feeling peckish this coming Tuesday lunchtime, 1st of November, Tisbus has organised a lunch outing to the student-run Wessex restaurant and Wiltshire College in Salisbury. And you can tuck into a three-course meal, get this, for £12. Now that's fantastic value. You need to book your seat on Tisbus and they do go fast. They do a door-to-door -door pickup, which will be starting at 11am on Tuesday. The fare's £5 and carers go free. You need to contact the Tisbus coordinator on 07500802525. If you're looking for interesting things to do this Thursday, why not drop in at Messam's Galleries at Place Farm? They've got a contemporary female artist exhibition, which is running throughout November. Remember. And it includes a really eye-catching series of uh, digital sculptures by Charlotte Colbert. Now, she's the Franco-British film director who is also a moving image multimedia artist. Very worth seeing. Entry is free and there's a really nice cafe on site. Messam's is currently open from 10 a.m. Thursday to Mondays. Every November, Tisbury Arts Group Juniors put on a fantastic musical theatre production and this year it's the Rocky Monster Show from the 11th to the 12th of November at the New Vic at Tisbury. Here's director Becky Davis to explain. It's a mix of the Adams Family, Young Frankenstein and Phantom of the Opera with a bit of Rocky Horror Show thrown in for good measure. I've been doing junior tag for nearly 20 years. Um, we're all volunteers who work. Age range, we tend to do from about year one, which is I think is about six and up till about 16. Success stories, we've got young Kiara who has been with Junior Tag from about the age of five and she's now 14. And one of the things we're also showing along with the show is the dragon based on the life of Mary Anning, who was one of the first female fossil hunters and Kiara is playing Mary when she was a child. And um, we've also got Joanna, who's started at the age of six and is now 15. And I can actually remember Joanna having terrible stage fright when she was a hedgehog in one of the shows and refusing to go onto the stage. So I had to become the hedgehog, but that's another story. Um, and Joanna has done the most fantastic choreography for the show, So, and she's trying to get into musical theatre in college. So we wish her all the very best. 
The Royal British Legion's door-to-door poppy appeal is happening all this week and they'll be collecting on the high street this weekend. So please look out for them. Tisbury's actual Remembrance Day wreath-laying will be happening on Sunday the 13th of November at quarter to three in the afternoon at the War Memorial and that's going to be followed by an all-denomination remembrance service at St John's Church. That's all from me. Have a great week. And we must just add one more what's on for Friday the 4th of November. There are fireworks and a bonfire at St John's C of E Primary School Tisbury and the gates open 5.30pm. Fireworks start at 6.30pm. Advanced family tickets £8. On the gate, family £10. Single £3. Cash only. No charge for children under three years. Advanced tickets available from St John's Primary School, Nada Centre, Coco Hair and Beauty or Coffee Angels. Hot food, mulled wine and drinks available. Cash only. Tis Talk, a podcast from Tisbury on tistalk.buzzsprout.com. Now Mary continues her interview with Emma Hurd and finds out all about the Tisbury grotesques. So tell us about this article that you've recently written mm. called The Grotesques of Tisbury. Yes, yeah. so I've been here 12 years now and consequently have wandered around. I'm, I'm really into walking, by the way, and I've got my two dogs. Um, so I have walked past the grotesques, which are on the old pub, The Cross Inn, many, many times and always wondered, why are they up on that wall? What are they doing? I didn't even know at the time they were called grotesque. Yeah, so perhaps you should just explain, mm. what is a grotesque? It's basically a stone face. So the difference between, I've now found out, grotesques and gargoyles is that gargoyles channel water off of a building um so they quite often have a spout whereas a grotesque is just a face that might be on there to help keep evil spirits at bay i prefer to call them stone faces because i don't think they all fit under that word grotesque obviously means ugly and terrifying Mm. but they're not all like that there's probably about 12 or so we think but there are also more modern and not not the original stone faces I was looking for, but different ones created by different people. So the ones I were looking, what I was looking for, were made by a stonemason called James Nixon, who lived in Zion Hill Cottage on Cuss Lane, and he lived there back in the early 1800s with his wife and nine children. I believe what's happened is he, there were a lot of stonemasons in the village at that time because of course the quarries were big business. So the stonemasonry sort of industry thrived and James Nixon was obviously one of them. And in his spare time, he used to carve faces out of stone of his family and local characters in the village. And a lot of them seem to have been put onto his cottage wall because there's a a very old photo existing where the cottage is covered in thick ivy, but out of the ivy are these little tiny faces Mm. peeking out, Mm. quite macabre. So the story is in the 30s, somebody cleared the cottage of ivy and the stone faces fell off Mm. and rolled off down the hill never to be seen Mm. again. Mm. Um, And some of them have now been recovered and the people that got in, a couple of the people that got in touch with me 
were people that had found or family members that had found some of these mm. stone faces. There's one in Duck Street who I think must have been a local farmer. He appears to be a James Nixon head. They've got a particular style. So even to the untrained eye like myself, you can tell which ones are and which ones aren't. There's the three that were on the Old Cross Inn. And again, I'm not completely sure, but the rumour is they were the old landlady and landlord and their dog was huh. the third one. So he looks a bit devilish as well, if you go and have a look at him. The, the dog? Yeah. <laughs> yeah, he is a grotesque. So there are no stone faces left on Zion Hill Cottage. But the other stone faces, there's three down in a bungalow near Stubbles which belonged to, the bungalow belongs to an older lady and it was her late husband was a village builder, um, the McGraths, a well-known family. Mm. <laughs> and he found three of these stone faces while he was doing his sort of building works. There's another that's made its way to Tisbury Row and he's uh, an old village postman with a really, well, he's my favourite name, Cappy Mould. So he's down there. I'm not sure if he lived in that cottage or whether he was just, his face was located down there. The others that are made by James, there's a baby's head. It's not on a wall anymore, but it was, a, there's a lady in Queen's Road who got in touch and she said her late husband had been given the baby head by someone we think was a gardener who might have been in charge of keeping what was the old cricket pitch. Now, the cricket pitch was in the location of Queen's Road back in the 50s before the houses were built. So it's likely that this baby head is one of the ones that would have rolled off of the cottage when the ivy was cleared. Down, Probably in, down, down the, the hill, hill onto the cricket from patch. cottage. Got hidden and then one day somebody See? was mowing it and found uh, them. Funny, isn't it? Yeah. So he now lives and is being looked after by this lady in Queen's Road. Fun, and I suspect mm. he... We didn't have TV or internet or probably books back then, many books. So mm. what was his evening activity was carving the faces of his mm. family and local people. So they're all getting a bit weathered and worn now, unfortunately, but they are still around. Mm. And there are other stone faces about by different people now. So on the top of um, Cuffs Lane and Hinden Lane, there are two gargoyle, well, so they're more green men and they guard the pillars into a bungalow up there and they are by a local stonemason called Jonas. Moving down the road a bit, I know it's not Tisbury, but obviously, I don't know if anyone's seen it on the Font Hill Arch as you go in and out. If you look directly up above you, there's these sort of flint smiling faces. And now they're nothing to do with James Nixon, but they are stone faces nonetheless. And I've been told that one, as you come into the park, it smiles at you, but as you leave, it's more of a frown. Oh, how interesting. Yeah. Um, and there's a couple more, an angel sort of, well, I think angel front of a ship, a plaque, and then two heads on a house on Hinden Lane, another cottage. And the man who got in touch with me said that he was told when he bought the cottage a year or so ago that it was something to do with, that it might be the sailor or the captain who discovered Maine on the east coast of America. But actually, when I dug into that, it was the Portuguese who discovered Maine. So it's probably not him. That being said, I think a lot of us are quite aware there is this connection between the East Coast of America because, of course, there is a Tisbury and Chilmark in Martha's Vineyard. And it was... I will leave that story to a proper historian, 
but I wonder if that has somehow morphed into the stone faces on that particular cottage and that history of that cottage. Mm. What's next? Are you going to do anything mm. more about Tisbury? I will be looking into some more of the ghostly stories of Tisbury. There's the story of Molly Pert, who was a servant girl at Pitt House, who was hung for sadly killing her baby. And so that she is said to haunt Pitt House and that her skeleton remains in the wine cellar. And should she be removed, there will be disaster for the family. So I'm not sure she's still down there and that's. And ghosts, do you believe in them? Ah, Have you ever seen one? I've had a lot of experiences that are hard to explain, but I call myself a sceptical believer. So with all this research, I'm still, I'm not sure I believe in ghosts per se, but maybe if you look at the sciencey side of it with quantum physics, that we have parallel universes where any kind of it's, it's very deep and it's too deep to go into in the couple of minutes we've got left. But could it be glitches in alternate universes that we're seeing something? Or is it that the past, the present and the future are all going on at the same time? Um, and the truth is no one really knows. But science hasn't disproved ghosts. It hasn't proved them, as they like to point out. But it hasn't disproved the other side or where we go when we die. And I guess the long and short of it is we're only going to find out when we do pass on. Mm-hmm. Well, on that note, <laughs> thank you very much, Emma. That's my pleasure. Thank you for inviting me. So anyone that wants to follow my story and any others, it's on Weird Wiltshire and that's www.weird-wiltshire.co.uk. Well, that's all from us this week. Thanks especially to Liz Colcamp for extra spooky what's ons. So we've been Mary Myers and Julianne Murphy. We'd love to hear from you. You can contact us on tistalkradio at gmail.com. You can listen every week to a new episode of Tistalk and you can find any episode you've missed at tistalk.buzzsprout.com. You can also find us on Facebook. Just search for Tistalk. That's all one word. And also look out for us on the Nextdoor app. And now also on Instagram on Tistalk Radio. So do listen in next week for more stories from Tisbury. Bye-bye. Bye. Bye.